I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. He's got that on tape. Good. Now. Put it in the put it in the weird bit where it looks like, oh, they're having fun. They like each other. We don't like each other, actually. <laughs> Jim and I like music. each other. Okay. <laughs> I want to make that absolutely clear. <laughs> <laughs> and put the music in here. Ha, look at them japing. No, they're not. Yeah. Right. You ready? Don't get nervous because you've got to play my <laughs> game later. <laughs> All right, here we go. Might have been the worst of two games. We're going to boogie, oogie, oogie, jiggle, wiggle and dance like the roof's on fire, everyone. Welcome to the Football Rebel Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. Leicester drew in Napoli, but West Ham got a win. It's Friday, 17th of September. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Vidushin Hunter-Raja. Messers worldwide here, ladies and gentlemen. Good to have you with us. It's Friday, Jim Campbell. The weekend it? is that close. How are you going to kick this weekend in the bollocks? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll leave its balls alone. All right. <laughs> I, w- I want it to be on my side. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to kick it in the nuts. All right. Different approach from last weekend. <laughs> Land the first blow. I always say that about weekends. Yeah, Get there early. That's let them, let that's... them know you're there. <laughs> <laughs> the weekend, to you there. <laughs> and what yeah. about you, funny guy? I've got a, I've got a lovely wedding to attend on oh, yeah. uh, on Saturday. It's the drinking part of the wedding as well. Yeah. You know what? I went to a stag do last weekend in Liverpool. You did, yeah. yeah you can tell he's still got some of your noises. I'm telling yeah. you, lads, I am still. I haven't emptied your pockets since. Then, have you? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say my bladder. I was like, oh, I think I am. <laughs> my goodness, you're a disgrace. Where is the wedding? In case anybody wants to go along with you. Well, what? I'm, not, I'm not doing that. Why would I do that? Is that a thing? By the way, if you're at Loosehead on Saturday, oh, yeah. 
It's like one of those MySpace parties from the past where everyone's house used to get trashed. Yeah, yeah. Invite everyone in your friends list. Just give us a general. Where's the what's which county? It's in in Middlesex. Oh, okay. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. We'll have a postcode for you by the end of the show. <laughs> do you think it? Do you think it will last? The wedding? No. The, or the party? The, the couple. Do you think they've got a chance? <laughs> I say no. Don't answer that. Like, yeah, shouldn't should I? Yeah, like, I'm gonna have to jump in because I hesitated there. Yeah, you did. Can we when we when we edit this or when someone else? No, edits no, it, that's going. Can in. we just shorten that gap? <laughs> that's, go- <laughs> <laughs> that's going right in there. You little naughty. Uh, right, gentlemen. We the European football didn't stop on Thursday night. Sorry, game. can I just can I say what? They're like two really good friends. Yes, they're loving people. <laughs> they are absolutely gonna last. Yeah. I I can't just leave that Fish. in the ether. Fish, we've moved on. <laughs> you had your chance. We've moved on. Um, I mean, again, Jim, I mean, I, Jim and I think it will last. Yeah, of course. If it's any, if it's any consolation, give you the opportunity yeah. to make that clear. If it's any consolation, I'm just going to get my, friends. I'm just going to get my desktop WhatsApp out and message him straight away, telling him to listen to this on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> right, Europa League action and Europa Conference League as well. And any other Europa thing happened mm. last night, I believe. They need to... I mean, th- th- you've stumbled on a, a good point there. Thank they you. need to make it clear what we're watching. Because yes. yeah. I wasn't it's really, really hard. sure. Why call it the Europa Conference League? Just call it just call it the Europa Conference, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Or, not even, or, or not even just like the Conference League. Even no, though that's no, like the no, League no, League. No, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> They've got the same anthem as well. Yeah. It's why amazing. Don't, why don't they just get listeners to make different jingles for each... <laughs> <laughs> the football ramble way. Um, <laughs> Leicester drew two all with Napoli. Apparently, these two are joint favourites for the trophy, Jim. Mm. That's quite something, that isn't is it? That is something. The favourites playing in in the first the, the opening game of the group yeah. could what, be the what, final. It could sometimes be the final. goes that way. It could do. Do yeah. you think that's because of the Conference League? Though? Do you think like you know a team like Spurs, who we might regard as a team who are quite high up on that tier of club, yeah, because they're in a completely different competition now. That they might be regarded, that they wouldn't come in. Look, you, you know, are render con- a good example you, of a side who are. You are confusing me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, maybe. You're probably right. And some of the teams are playing in the Champions League as well, who would probably win the Europa yes, League. Yes, so, yeah. So it's like, yeah, those, the higher teams are in another one, the lower teams are in and those sort of middling European football teams. Because I thought Man City could have done a good job in League One, but they're, they're not, even, <laughs> yeah. not even in it. But they don't they? play in France, do they? <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> so, yes. Um, right. Well, while we're all clear on that. <laughs> There was some football. It ended 2-all, I think. Shame that there were some ugly scenes in the crowd towards the mm. end. Um, but uh, but aside from that, you know, with regards to the football, Leicester, they let their two-goal lead slip against Napoli, yeah. uh, Jim. And uh, Brendan Rodgers said, the crime isn't giving away the two goals. The crime is that you don't learn from it. Is he referring to earlier times they've not learned from it then? Because that seems I odd. Ass- I assume he's saying that... If they don't learn from it from now on, maybe. Yeah, it will not be okay. Yeah. It was a really good game, actually, wasn't it? Because yes. it, it actually, even at 2 0 up, you felt that Leicester weren't quite safe. Well, and stats wise, Napoli were you know, a lot of more, lot more yeah. shots, and they should have scored. I mean, Michael made a couple of good saves, they had some chances. The first they? goal. My God, Victor Osserman's goal just, you just scoops all over the shop. Would you say it was deft? I would say it was deft. Mm. And I feel like any move involving Lorenzo Insigne and Yannick Vestergaard mm. shouldn't end in a goal. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. Unless he's running through his legs. Yeah, maybe that's... Yeah. Maybe he Vestergaard knew that was always an option. Mm. So, it, you know, 
or like put a, him off a little. Or like a cartoon mouse like running up his shirt and messing <laughs> up, like trying to scratch him out. Yeah. Do you know? I know Insigne has um, uh, been playing, you know, for Napoli for years, and we've seen him play for years. But I think I've only just really started to think that his style is quite similar, or should I say the other way around? Because it's similar to Jack Grealish. Yeah, I think so. Just sort of causing untold amounts of damage from that left-hand side. Yeah, likes a little mazy dribble, cut inside, yeah, cut inside, curl shoot. One. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah think there's, I think there's similarities there. But yeah, it was it was a shame for us that they couldn't hold on. I mean, a lovely second goal um, as well, good header. Um, but Harvey Barnes, though, he was a bit of a menace. Uh, he scored a goal, of course. And uh, Barnes is... Is he knocking on the door of England, Vish, do you think? I mean, I know England have got a lot in those positions, but he's 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 tenacious. I don't know if he's knocking on the door for England, but... So he... which country then? <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's got... We can get him for Scotland, can't we? Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah? I don't know the man's past. But what do you think, though, Barnes? He's playing well. He's He's got a lot... Of, he's full of beans, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose, like, seriously, on the England point, I suppose it, it, it's hard to tell because England have a lot of players who play his position, but... It feels like he's a couple of streets ahead of James Madison. Oh, yeah. you see? Why do you have to bring in no, poor no, no, old but, James? But, but, but I think it's an important thing, because bear in mind that Madison was seen midway through last season mm-hmm. when he missed out on England squads as the unlucky one. Yeah. And it almost coincided, <clears throat> time-wise coincided with Harvey Barnes's injury, because he, he didn't play from March onwards, Harvey Barnes. Yeah. And he still finished the season with 13 goals in all competitions, mm. which is pretty great. Yes. Yeah, and it's not like he's not been called up for England before. He's certainly in mm. the thinking yeah. of Southgate, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah. But a lot think, of competitions in those places. Well, it's, absolutely. It's, it's, I think it's probably the worst position, isn't it, in terms mm. of trying to break into uh, it. Into right back, maybe. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's up right. there, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's comparable, though, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's that well-stocked. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, basically he needs to reinvent himself as a defensive midfielder. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Even but, though not too shabby in that position. No, exactly, yeah. But the um, what's he like in goal? Uh, <laughs> I do think. Sorry, I, can we take some of these left-sided players and just send them back in time? Because <laughs> yeah, we've got so many now. Yeah, it's true. Could have had a silver medal. <laughs> the thing I do like about Harvey Barnes is he's a little bit different, and it might be because of his style, but he's less flourishy with the ball. And he's, mm. I always, whenever I see him, I always think he's very direct. Yeah. He is direct. You're absolutely right. And what I like is that uh, he loves a through ball. He likes to yes. latch onto a through yeah. ball, yeah. which is quite handy, actually. You know how sort of. You know how Richarlison plays for for Everton, where he's constantly like running at that back mm. line and stretching the play. That's a really like good a, comparison. Raheem yeah. Sterling does that a little bit as well. Like a dog a, Raheem Sterling doesn't get bored of playing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's almost yeah because he's almost a bit like um, you know sort of a, a, a winger in that sense of cutting in and wanting that ball between fullback and centre half yeah. and sort of stretching them, but yet. I wouldn't. Yeah, he's just sort of a wide forward. I suppose it's hard to sort of define sometimes these days. Yeah, because Sterling and a lot of those players actually do the majority of their work with the ball. Mm. Whereas yeah, Harvey yeah. Barnes, it, it feels like fifty-fifty, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he's a very good dribbler, but mm. also yeah, he likes making those runs. Mm. And what a ball from Ianacho as well. Oh yeah, like really kind of you know just cementing himself as this. Mm-hmm this mobile number 10. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what do you think of Leicester's chances in this competition? Because, you know, evidently, they're quite high because they are among the favourites. Obviously, they'll be disappointed they were pegged back by Napoli, but they're not. some of those players might not have played that much European football. Um, but I, I'm, sure, I'm intrigued as to how they're going to get on here. I am intrigued. I think at this point, you, you've got to look at them and think, it, despite, you know, disappointing result last night, it is early days. You've got to think that they will have a good chance of going really deep in it. And mm. because of this, the general kind of momentum around Le- Leicester at all times, yeah. um, at this stage of the season, you feel like they might go on and win it. But as we've seen, they drop off quite badly. Mm. So, 
you, you have to wonder sort of if they go deep in this competition, will that affect them in the Premier League? And if they're trying to chase top four again, will it all get a bit much? I think they've added to their squad really well. So I think their squad's a bit deeper than it was this time last season. I think they've got a chance, but I think it could... You, you're saying, be a bit of a hindrance to them. You're, yeah, I know what you're saying, Are you, but you're also saying the final needs to be played in March. Yeah, ideally. Because otherwise they might just sort of drop off by the time May comes along. Well, we, we, we shall see. The, I mean, the draw could be costly because talking about all that extra football, Jim, the format to the competition is slightly different this year. The group winner goes straight through to the last 16. Second place, second place has to play an extra round um, uh, before that against a team that has finished third in their Champions League group. And that's number wang. Yeah. <laughs> So it's t- just to confuse matters more in the uh, in the in the sort of the European football um, sort of landscape, if if you like. Um, but anyway, we we shall have to sort of see how that pans out. <laughs> we should um, just take before... it on a week by week basis. I think with these competitions, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll find out. We'll turn up on a Thursday night and be like, right. By the way, we're doing this. Yeah. You're over there. You're over there. Yeah. What we're playing Inter? What yeah. happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, we should say about Victor Osman as well. His um, his story is fascinating Go because on, yeah, yeah. Um, he he failed a trial at Club Brugge and another club in 2018 because he contracted malaria and basically like lost a lot of muscle mass. Blimey. And um, in 2019, obviously built himself back up, got me- got moved to Lille for 40 million euros and now now he's playing in European competition. Mm-hmm. And he's also, you know, just another you know, Nigerian player coming through mm. kind of gives you a sense that they might be the coming force in, in mm. African football on a global scale, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, a gentleman, uh, Napoli, obviously had a good comeback against Leicester. Uh, sadly for Celtic, Real Betis had a very, very good comeback against them uh, in southern Spain. Celtic went 2-0 up, lost 4-3. And a pretty crazy game, actually. It was. I mean, Celtic started so well, and they had a chance at 2-0. It was like they swapped shirts almost, wasn't it? Yeah. The, 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 the <laughs> initiative of the game changed so, so much. Can like you five aside when you've <laughs> messed up the team. Can we swap your defenders for our <laughs> yeah. four? Or whatever? Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, they, they ended up losing 4-3, of course. It, nice to see Joe Hart and uh, is with the captain's armband. Claudio Bravo the other end. I know, yeah. That was Manuel very... Pellegrini in the dugout for Real Betis, yeah. lest we forget. It's sort of an ex- A lot, lot of, lot of Man City. old players you've not seen in a while in there. Enjoyable. Yeah. Sergio Canales. A lot of... Um... It's like Panto, isn't it? Yeah, it is. When, when I mentioned Pellegrini, you said a lot of old... I wondered where you were going with that. You were going to do a full out of I loved... Um, so, like, there was that moment, as you mentioned, yeah, they had a chance to go 3-0 up, and that was on 29 minutes when Jota was through on the right. Yes. And then five minutes later, it was 2-2. Yeah. And Andrew Postacoglu's got this great, like, disappointed look because he comes out of his um, mm-hmm. his dugout and because he's got loads of really loose-fitting clothes and he's got a hell of a scowl on him, yeah. he looks like a bloke who's just come out of his house because you've backed into his car. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what have you done there? Why have you done that? Yeah. What's, what, and, and what's going on? And he's quite the presence, so you'd yeah. be like, oh, crap. Yeah, exactly. Do I, do I drive off and do something illegal here or do I, you know, of course you don't, just for the record. He, he would be the first... Stay and take your punishment. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be the first manager that you could see um, in a kind of so- Tony Soprano dressing ground. Yeah. yeah. Like, yes. Picking up his paper in the morning and being like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Yeah, How's it 4 3 2 0 up? I know, I know, blimey O'Reilly. Did you, oh, by the way, did you see BT Sport were at uh, Ibrox because uh, Rangers were playing Leon. Um, they were beaten 2 0. Lovely opening goal. 
in that game, absolute beauty. Uh, and uh, and uh, they were also going to re- sort of uh, broadcast on Celtic game as well. So the commentary team were in uh, going to be at Ibrox, I think, and they were going to sort of pundit in the studio, all that, all that sort of stuff. So the BT Sport were there, and Chris Sutton and Neil Lennon were working on the Celtic game. Therefore, they had to go to Ibrox. Um, but uh, the pair were denied entry to the stadium for security reasons. <laughs> Just security reasons. I, I, think, I think that's. I, think, I, I, I mean, Chris, Sutton, Chris right? Sutton wasn't happy on uh, Twitter, as you can imagine. I, I thought it was kind of pretty funny last night. Mm. Um, but the more you think about it, I think that's probably a smart move. Right. Bear in mind that Neil, Neil Lennon's literally been beaten up in the street. Mm. Yeah. Um, by rival football fans, uh, and it, it's a bit different from. You know, say Martin Keown getting pelters yeah. at Stamford Bridge or whatever. Mm. There is, I mean. They would have got dogs abuse. Yeah. I mean, they would have had to mute the mics. I mean, obviously that's on the lower end of the scale. But and it's a great shame that that happened. But yeah. to say like Sutton wasn't best pleased. You know, no, you, no. I've got, I mean, he's quite punchy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Is he? <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly, as, yeah. as is Neil Lennon. Don't worry, Chris. But... We're going to send you to Saint Petersburg instead <laughs> because we all remember in Russia he was full of the joy. <laughs> Get that man over there. He loved it there. Uh, gentlemen, West Ham got a great win yeah. away in Croatia, beating Dynamo Zagreb two 0 Their first win in Europe since 1999. That stat does suggest that they've. Like lo- lost loads of European pictures <laughs> since then, uh, but uh, they, they, you, you get the picture. David Moy said, "I'm really excited about the prospect of slightly not knowing how good they could be." Obviously, he's side in, in European competition. I like positive, um, David Moyes. Yeah. It can get better than but this, Jim. It, it just can. <laughs> it's lovely to see. It is. What a turnaround. But it's like the most Moyes positivity, and that like is a negative. It's like a it's like a slight on himself that I you know I can't. I have no idea how good these players are. Yeah, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, he's still David Moyes, for crying out loud. We're just saying it's a positive version. So he's not saying, I'm really intrigued how well these lads can do. It's kind of like, well, I don't know how they're going to do, but yeah. so far, so good. Yeah, that, that's fair enough. It's I good, thought he... Um, good as it gets, baby. Michael Antonio getting a goal in Europe was pretty cool. Do you know yeah. what? It was gifted, but it oh, still was delightful the it, way it, it took like it. It was like a gift that you've got to assemble yourself, though, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like a kinder egg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, was a, it was a kinder egg of a goal. <laughs> Uh, and my, he did it. He did it well. I loved it though. Peter Drury on commentary, just shouting "Hammer time!" When yeah, he's, when I love that. I mean, you expect a bit more from football's poet laureate, don't you? Oh, yeah. I, if you ever, I can't understand why you would pass this up. But if you ever get the chance to meet Peter Drury, take it with both hands. He's just a wonderful man. Oh, he's glorious. He's one of my favourite men, Jim. Oh, that's that's good. I'd love to see the full list of that. <laughs> Are you on there, Jim? Uh, probably not. Maybe, probably maybe not. not. I, I'd just like to say about Antonio's goal yes. before you move it on. Like when you watch the replay of that, it was yeah. like when you watch like footage of a <laughs> of a pilot when there's like a UFO that just flies into <laughs> into vision. It was so, even on the replay, it was mm. so so fast, yeah. so impressive, <laughs> and that's why I think actually people saying it was a bit of a yeah. bit of a gimme kind of missing what Antonio himself has done there. Mm. It's really, really good. He's good. Yeah, I can almost see him as he sort of takes it, as he, as he collects it and knocks it past the key, but just, it, just it, it, his internal monologue was just, I'll have. <laughs> 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 and knocks it calmly into the net. Uh, but what about Declan Rice's goal, Vish? Would you say that kind of driving run and, and powerful finish? Yaya Toure-esque? Mm. I mean, a few people were saying that they the were. other day. Um, I, I've... I've Likened him in the in the past to a white Yahya Toure, but yeah. the the only thing is you don't really younger Yahya Toure, not yeah, like not now, yeah. yeah, not birthday yeah, cake, probably yeah, less, yeah, yeah, less pernickety on his birthday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he, 
so certainly you, you didn't used to see that as much from him. And I mentioned that yesterday and loads of West Ham fans came back to me and said, actually, you're seeing a bit more over the last, yeah. you know, six to eight months. Um, and obviously it's not really a role he does for England. But I remember I, I covered um, the game away at Leicester City, which was the start of their big run last year. Mm. Um, and they, it was it was... <clears throat> It was a very well-executed smash and grab. They absolutely deserved the points. Leicester didn't create much. But on 85 minutes, I think he was, he basically took the ball from the edge of his box right to the edge of Leicester's box and struck a left-foot shot against the bar. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking at the time, I was, I was almost like waiting for him to mess it up, yeah. Yeah. Know, truth be told, because I hadn't seen it from, from before. And then every now and again, you notice it. And that was, another great, that was just a great example of... Because he gets the ball... Mm. He beats someone to the ball and then he barges someone off yeah, the ball. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and they, I forget which player it was, but really tried to physically put yeah. Rice off it. Yeah, they, they weren't trying to get the ball. They were trying to get Rice yes. and yeah. they couldn't even get him. Yeah. And the way he finished it as well was, you know, it was on his swinger, but he kept it low and he, he struck he it, it well. He hit it low and hard. Yeah. And you, and you've got a chance. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke's compared him to Patrick Vieira before as well. And I think yeah. it is, is a fair comparison. And friends of mine who, who watch West Ham every week have, have always said he's a very different player for West Ham than he is for England. It'd be nice to see him sort of off the leash. And this is that example. Like having such a sort of rangy stride is quite a rare thing in football, isn't it? And mm-hmm. it, it's very difficult for. for for defending players to deal with, and it's it shows his intelligence though yeah. the way he plays for England. It's slightly different. Oh, absolutely! And of course, was a huge part. It has been a huge part of the England team for for a little while now. I was um, I was literally about to say go on. that in the future, because obviously Calvin Phillips made that run for Ster- for the first mm. goal mm-hmm. the Euro Sterling against Croatia. Yep. And I thought they could alternate, and then I realised I was basically saying, well, yeah. one, one sit. step when one sits, one goes." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at some point, maybe we'll farm Rice out on the left. Yeah, we put him on the left wing. Yeah, because yeah. we'll, Harvey Barnes can play in the middle. Don't know you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, lots of silverware. <laughs> Lot, an, all, an enormous amount of silverware is coming our way. Uh, what, is it, what, what was that? One of the Dinamo Zagreb players seemed quite unhappy with Rice's celebration. He went over. Did you see this? They were sort of celebrating and he kind of went over. I don't know whether he thought maybe Rice was being antagonistic to the home fans because he sort of arms up in celebration. Although a lot of the, there wasn't that many home fans, of course, because there was, um, a stand was close following an earthquake in, in, in the area. Yeah, and apparently that stand has been a disgrace for years. Anyway. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure. But uh, Maybe he thought he was going to start another earthquake. I don't... <laughs> yeah, be careful. I, yeah, I Honestly, this place is on its last legs. Yeah, I don't There's know. a tectonic plate there, get off it. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing, but the West Ham players were just like, get up, get, get lost, what are you doing? Get off, get off, you slag. <laughs> <laughs> Clear off. <laughs> Yeah, Muppet. Exactly. Muppet. You slick. I know, yeah. But West Ham, of course, are entertaining your beloved Manchester United on the weekend, Vish. They are. They will be without Antonio after his suspension uh, last weekend, uh, of course, which is a shame. Um, but at the other end of the pitch, you know, Manchester United will have Cristiano Ronaldo, who has swapped mansions um, less than a week after moving in uh, to his new place because it was claimed... That People he... say footballers aren't relatable. No. <laughs> <laughs> this mansion is not good enough. But it was it was because he was losing sheep because of a herd of sorry, let me say that again. He was losing um, sleep because of a herd of sheep. Uh, why didn't he just count them? In the well, exactly. That's a very good point. Um because he would probably say, Well, I've scored more goals than there are sheep here, you know, something <laughs> yeah. like that. But yeah, in the fields behind the mansion there was sheep, they were keeping him up with their barring and uh and and he couldn't get uh, to sleep. For some reason, Patrice Evra uh, took to Insta as he does, and he and he and he and he and he recorded a video of himself on a speedboat <laughs> with a load of sheep on this boat. Was it um, moving? Yes. What? 
and he and he was. It's, it's, you're not seeing this. It's, no, it's it's magnificent. You know it's how, his like, best one yet. Oh, absolutely. You know how just like making Instagram it's his stories. Best one oh no, yet. he's taken this to another yeah. level. Climbing yeah. out of his car with raw chicken. It's his Honestly. best one. Yet. No, he's hired Fish. a speedboat and chucked loads of sheep in it. Yeah. Like it's because he's taking them away from Cristiano Ronaldo. They must be terrified. But he's on the caption. He said, "Don't worry, Cristiano. I'm moving my sheep far away from your home." Shepherd, Mister. Hashtag. I love this game. Can do everything. Hashtag. Positive forever. <laughs> it's really everyone enjoys making an Instagram story, right? It's loads of fun. But Ever's made it his job with a recently retired footballer's budget, and it, that is the dream. What a dream. Don't worry, Ronaldo, I'm taking it away. That is a good point, actually, yeah. <laughs> How much money goes into hiring a speedboat and some sheep for like a 30-second video? I don't know. Was he was he given like the, the keys to London and he's misjudged it? Because aren't you, if you're made a freeman of the city of London or something, you can take your sheep over London Bridge? That maybe, well, maybe, no, because he doesn't have that, so he's had to take them over water. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he turned up with his sheep. What if one of them fell in? Don't know. This is the, this is this is how the length he'll go to create great quality, quality content on Insta. I mean, I mean, he's keeping us in clover. I'm not going to complain, but that's <laughs> astonishing. Wow. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I don't know. There are reports that uh, Antonio Conte would be open to being Manchester United boss if called up. Easy thing to report that, isn't it? Very easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but mind you, that wasn't reported when uh, the Spurs job was going, though, was it, Jim? <laughs> no, he was linked, though, wasn't he? He was linked, but... Oh, yeah, it wasn't reported that he'd be up for it. Yeah, yeah good point. <laughs> <laughs> There's a subtle difference there. Um, That's a, you made it sound like a really childish game at school, but, oh, um, you fancy... You fancy that one over there? Like, no, 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 I don't. I don't. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got to get the Spurs job. Ah, you've got to get the Spurs job. Have you, have you heard? Marcus Speller's really up for hosting match of the day. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm very happy with the current team, Jim. <laughs> but what, what do you think, Vish? Are you worried about going away to, to West Ham, Moyes' men? Uh, be really interesting, especially off the back of the defeat to Young Boys. Um, Antonio is, you know, obviously going to be a huge miss for them, but. They've played it a few times where they've had a false nine situation. Like Yamalenko's has done that a few times, and yeah, the, like I, I think that that lightens load on um, United's very question Manchester United's very questionable midfield. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I'm interested to see how this one plays out because uh, we're starting to have that conversation again about yeah. Solskjaer's game management and West Ham are a team who do pose some very awkward questions for you mm. I mean it will almost certainly be the case as it was last year for this fixture mm. where West Ham took the lead and then United jammed an equaliser and ended up winning 3-1 I think it was um, that you know the attacking talents can paper over the cracks but um, yeah no it should be a good game I'm looking forward to this one. we're all looking forward to it big boy you, all of us looking forward to it are you a little concerned that Ronaldo's already started coaching the team from the side, I, I mean, he did that during the Euro final, didn't he? And it he? worked yeah. out well. Yeah. Um, but you don't have a player like Ed Eyre, though. But um, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say, are you concerned that he's moved into Andy Cole's old place? Uh, yeah, no. In, in Cheshire. Well, I've, I've, I've heard it's outstanding. Yeah. Because but, but Ronaldo, if we go like it, Ronaldo, you know, only needs one chance to score five goals, though. So yeah, that is true. That is true. Pele didn't need any chances to score yeah. five goals, did he? Um, Penaldo for you. But the, it'd be funny because um, Sol Oligola Solskjaer has always deferred to United greatness. You know, the fact that he wouldn't park into Alex Ferguson's spot. Mm. How far can Ronaldo push it? Yeah. To be like, he just turns up and Ronaldo just sat in his office. Yeah. Mm. 
having like replaced the photos of him with like you know this is they're my family now yeah. and he's like okay yeah sure that's fine I mean I like yeah, it I'm actually going to feed your kids as well <laughs> yeah because he's already got Solskjaer saying well you know the boy well no he's a man isn't he he's a man uh, yeah fine don't worry we know what he is <laughs> <laughs> he's a really big man call oh, me sir yeah <laughs> right everybody call me by your name it's time for a break <laughs> time for a break I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ollie, I know it's half-time in the tie, but that's an incredible advantage. Do you feel like the job is done? No, I don't feel like the job is done, but it was a good job done. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Welcome back to the Football Rabble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. It's now time for email. If you've got something for us, showfootballrabble.com. An email from Antonio Mango. God, I hope that's your real name. Uh, who emailed in after our footballer custard conspiracy theories. Mm. When I was at university, I worked in a bar slash restaurant as a side job. We were known for our Sunday dinners, and every Sunday, Tim Krul would come in with his family when he was at Newcastle United. He would have a starter, a Sunday dinner, and then finish off with a sticky toffee pudding with custard on top. But he would always ask for extra custard on the side. If he didn't get the extra custard, he wouldn't eat the dessert. What? Bizarre. Two things with that. Mm. Do you normally get a starter with a Sunday roast? No. No, that's deviant. No, yeah. yeah that's, 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 you're right. That's, yeah, you wouldn't... A, a Sunday roast is really a, a three-course meal in itself, isn't it? There's yeah. so much going on. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm amazed that there's a... I mean, look, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, he's a big lad, needs, needs yeah. food. I mean, he's a big lad. They, they burn a lot of calories, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, but the custard thing, I find that interesting. I mean, because it must have happened, right? This can yes. only be an anecdote based in truth. Look, it must have, on at least one occasion, he must have wasted a perfectly good sticky toffee pudding. Well, we're going on Mr. Mango's. Um, we are word, but yeah. we, you know, let's trust him. He's a listener. Yeah, he's, okay. he's a valid listener. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, it's it's a, it's a waste, isn't it? It's but at the same waste. time, why aren't they bringing him the the extra custard? Also, Who's why, refusing that? Why isn't he asking? Oh, um, I'm going to get the toffee pudding. Can I get extra custard? Sorry, can't give you extra custard. 
Surely then no, don't order but, it. But the he line, won't order it, but, so he orders it first then. But the line, if he didn't get the extra custard, he wouldn't eat the dessert. It sounds like he he's said that. Yeah. No, but it sounds like Cruel said, can I have extra custard? Because by the way, if it doesn't come, I'm not eating this. Right, okay. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Bit of a standoff. Mm. Yeah, that is very weird. Mm-hmm. Although I think they should give you extra on everything on sauces. I feel like, you know, when they when they bring over like the black pepper and the parmesan, leave it there. No, no. Let me do it. Well, I think, I think he has been managed by Louis Van Hal. He's seen Van Hal do something like this in the restaurant, yeah. hasn't he? If you don't, if you don't, if you don't cover this in gravy, I'm not eating it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a power play. Luke's been in touch, not Luke Moore. Oh, well, it might be. I don't think it is. Um, but this Luke says, "Well, the subject line says selling wine to Keggy." So you can see where this is going. <laughs> right? Can we just let it hang in the air for a little bit? Selling wine to Keggy, not in glass bottles. Well, Marcus, strap in. <laughs> Pour it into his hands. <laughs> Just put it in this pocket, because otherwise, yeah. I'll, otherwise I'll smash the I'm going to start, right, and we can do this afterwards. <laughs> On the subject of serving footballers in shops, five years ago I worked at a wine shop in Hale Barnes, a posh bit of Manchester where lots of current and ex-footballers live. One day, who should walk in but imminent disaster's very own Kevin Keegan. <laughs> I was off serving another customer when I walked down an aisle to find several bottles of wine sat upright on the hard granite floor, oh no. just asking to be knocked over. It's, it's like he's put on. It's, it's like he's put on skates to walk downstairs. <laughs> Glass on the floor, yeah, just waiting there. I dutifully began picking up the bottles to put them back on the shelf, only to hear a high-pitched voice cry out, "Don't do that! How will I remember what I've picked?" The option of using a trolley or sticking them on the counter had not occurred to him. Cons- He's been burned before. He has been burned before. <laughs> Considering Keggy's track record, it's obvious what happens next. Within five minutes, a bottle of Cloudy Bay, a rather nice New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc, smashed on the floor, its content spilling everywhere, knocked over by Keggy himself. He was very apologetic and a lovely bloke all in all, but a bottle of quality NZ Sov Blanc was the collateral damage that day. Uh, you just... Turn the corner as that attendant, oh, and he's just he's just there, uh, hands bloody from trying to pick up the glass. <laughs> I think you just go straight over to the dustbin and brush, don't you? Yeah, like as as that no, as someone see, who works in that shop. If you work in a shop where there's a lot of glass bottles, you should have a key. You should have. Yeah. It's coming in right quickly. It'll be one of those things you think it will never put down, happen. Put down like, the this is a floor. complete waste of a training day. We're never going to need to be prepared for this. And then one day he walks. <laughs> Like a hurricane. Oh, training. You know, like those guys at Wimbledon when it rains who quickly bring the covers over. Yeah. <laughs> you need them guys. Bring the padded floor quickly. Keegan's here. I like the idea that he was so angry. Oh, How will I remember what I've picked? Yeah. <laughs> that would have only been bettered if someone had knocked Keegan's bottles over. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I did. I didn't do it. Like it if Rude Hullet or somebody came yeah. in. <laughs> oh, dear. oh dear! Well, of course, a lot of people got in touch on Twitter, haven't they, uh, Jim, about the the meat management uh, industry awards? Yes. So Keegan uh, was was um, he was he, he was what was he doing? He was he was hosting it. He hosted he? it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We no, spoke about this before, but I think a lot there of was people. There's a big E. coli outbreak. Oh, was there? <laughs> There's an adorable interview with him on the Meat Management yeah. Industry Awards website where he's just like doing his best to field <laughs> questions about meat. Like, was he fucking no? Like, <laughs> sorry, Kevin, we just just going through the transcript. Do you always have your chicken medium rare? Yeah. I should warn you. I should warn you. They're genuinely asking him questions about the state of the meat industry. Like, why would he? Why would he know? So it's so unfair. 
But to be fair to him, he does a brilliant job at batting them away. <laughs> Imagine if he ends up causing... <laughs> it's a big diplomatic incident. <laughs> well, no. Oh, God. My giddy aunt. Right, where are we? Why did they do that? <laughs> Quite a few listeners signed us up for a table at the awards. It was yeah. very kind of them. Sadly, uh, we, we, we didn't go, but yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, apparently, though, Keegan did say in that interview, if anyone has supported the meat industry this year, it's been my family. <laughs> we've eaten loads of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> With the good weather, we we had a run of five barbecues in six days. Oh, I love that. Hey, <laughs> oh, well. My gene does all and the cooking. Five houses by the sound of it. <laughs> He said, my, my wife, Jean, does all the cooking. I'm just the barbecue man. They don't trust me with anything else. <laughs> Won't even let me buy the wine. <laughs> oh, kegs. Never change. Oh, shout football round. I'm actually sweating. <laughs> there we are. Oh. Right. Let's go back. Let's talk about his ex, uh, his ex club, Newcastle. Yeah. They're playing Leeds tonight. Yes. Big game tonight under the lights. Um, and uh, where else to begin but a training ground bust up at Newcastle United yeah. Dwight Gale and Graham Jones three games into the season are yeah. we yeah it's been reportedly involved in a training ground showdown sorry mm. Showed is a showdown a showdown leads to a bust up yeah I, or a bust up causes a showdown maybe yeah they're interchangeable I think very true um, yeah Jamal Lascelles was forced to step in maybe stopping the bust up yeah uh, a source said there was a head to head after a disagreement Jones said it's always about you Gailey Dwight wasn't having any of it and said, it's been all about you since you've been with England. And apparently, they, they, you know, Jamal had to, to get between them. How oh. many times has Jamal Lascelles broken up fights? I hate to think. It's his job, isn't it? They it's call like him a... the bouncer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, apparently, though, there's, there's, there's tensions at the club. That won't surprise anybody. A number of the players are apparently frustrated with Steve Bruce's management. Uh, a number of the fans are, I believe, as well. But some players reported for training on the, the middle Monday during the international break, which happened recently, of course, only to discover that Stevie Bruce was still on holiday in Portugal. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, I didn't realise. <laughs> one of the quotes from this interview is astonishing. It's from Bruce. It says, it's difficult, but look, the frustration is like any other Premier League club or any other football league club, if you don't get results, then ultimately the manager, head coach, whatever I am, bears the brunt. <laughs> Like, whoa, someone's been reading Sun Tzu. Yeah. That is just oh my inspirational goodness. stuff. Well, on Tuesday this week, the squad went to training as usual, expecting to train yeah. and properly prepare and all that sort of stuff. But Bruce had called a meeting to discuss running statistics, apparently. And the players were rather unimpressed by the whole thing, especially when he started citing other teams in the bottom half of the table as good examples. But like, this lot can run. Why can't we? And a source said the lads couldn't believe it. They were like, "What is he talking about?" And it didn't go down well with some. It's it's hard to know how to react to that, though, isn't it? Because yeah. we don't know what those statistics were and, sure. and, and what context Bruce has used used them in. But from from where I'm sat, that feels like they should actually maybe listen to their manager. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder if the um, some of the statistics though are um, can be quite misleading, and obviously, yeah. like Bruce has gone into it with a view of shaming them in some way to basically say that they're not working hard and that was probably one metric which which is actually a very loose metric because it doesn't actually matter I mean we don't know exactly the kind of running stats they were but generally he would he would have mm. you know picked numbers that suit his argument basically yeah the issue I suppose is that he's had 
quite a few of these outbursts over the last season. This is I, I know how these stories read because obviously I read them myself as well, and I, and I think this, but you kind of wonder right there. They don't, they don't like him, so they're coming out with all this stuff. When really, actually, it builds up over a period of time, not just with the results, but with what's being said behind closed doors and how they can, you know, how it starts as water off a duck's back when it starts going badly, yeah. and then it just grates and grates and grates, and, yeah. you know, this is <clears throat> this is the straw of the, the breaks a camel's back. Yeah. The inter- like a, a, Another good example of this is him having a go at Isaac Hayden, f- who was playing centre-back against Manchester United mm-hmm. for not doing a good job against Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, it feels like Bruce mm-hmm. is starting to, he's swinging in public and he's swinging behind closed doors here. Yeah. Well, I think it just, but it does not reflect the whole thing that's going on at the club. I mean, how, in a sense, and I know that a couple of mates of mine who support Newcastle United don't like it when I feel sympathy for Steve Bruce. Yeah. But I do feel a little I bit. I think sympathy. I might know one of them. <laughs> yeah, I think we all do. But I think, I just, I just sort of do in the, in the name of humanity because. I don't think he deserves um, sympathy now though okay i think i i know i know what you're saying because because he, he's an he's a nice man and well, he's I, well i just a lovely voice well, <laughs> very cuddly yeah but i think no i just think it's the fact that it's such a crappy situation at that club and has been for yeah. a while and if you take away steve bruce and even if you put in a top level manager yeah okay the performances would improve i understand that that the football might be a little bit more exciting and so on but it's still the the the, the, the owners of the club are still there yeah but he's benefiting from this crappy situation. Well, if, if, that's if, a fair if, point. if it wasn't a crappy situation, he wouldn't be in a job. Yeah, he wouldn't end up being a mouthpiece for mm-hmm. Mike Ashley. Really, someone who is in a prime role to not upset the apple but, cart. Really, that's the only yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But he's then, worried about everything above him, not everything below him. Yeah, but then, but then you can't blame him necessarily for taking the job because he's always wanted the job. And if he takes the job and he thinks, well, if he's a little bit self-aware and thinks it's only because of this, then. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, sure, but, also, but yeah, that doesn't make anything right necessarily. But it just again reflects the situation at the club. He also said in that interview, "Do you not think I want better players? Do you not think I want a better squad and to have the ability to go out and compete at the top end of the transfer market?" And like the transfer market thing is fair enough, but the, do you not think I want better players? Is so like, yeah, I mean, you, you're then training those players all week. Like in a situation yeah. like that, you've got to create like a siege mentality. You do. It's like he's talking as if they're like completely, completely out of their depth, mm. and like it's almost like they're a promoted team that. Have punch massively above their weight and they're not that like it's then they're not going to like you know challenge for Europe are they but mm. it's not it's surely not impossible to motivate those players to at least have an enjoyable season like, yeah. we're three games in and this stuff's happening <laughs> Very already true. Marciano Bielsa said that he's deeply saddened by Bruce's situation at Newcastle but, but Bielsa always looks quite saddened doesn't he so yeah Maybe there's nothing new there. Um, apparently, Leeds have just got one central defender available um, after Stuart's uh, red card was upheld uh, against um, against Liverpool. Which I, th- I mean, you know, I know it's been and gone, but touch half sending off for me. But there yeah. we are. But yeah, I, I'm a little bit surprised at that. But you would fancy Leeds to to do something. Have enough, here. yeah. yeah you, 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 Especially you with the Callum Wilson for for Newcastle to exploit that that lack of defence, although. ASM, you say the best way to play Leeds is to try and play them at their own game yeah. Well, yeah, and, and try I... and beat your, your I suppose, your one-on-one opponent. And yeah. Max, Sir Maximum is the kind of person you can beat too. True, yeah. No, yeah, as I say that, I mean, because they should have had more against Manchester United. Yeah. You know, it was highlighted very well, much, you know, some of the, the final passes and so on, you know. Them. Yeah, and Leeds are in a funny position at the moment because it feels like everything's that little bit out of sync. Yes. Mm. <clears throat> so, I mean, this, yeah, this could go either way, couldn't it? True enough. Huge game on uh, Sunday afternoon between uh, Spurs and uh, Chelsea. Uh, Spurs, of course, drew two all uh, away to Wren in the Europa Conference League. Got yes. that right. 
Yes. Uh, Nuno Espirito Santo, he said he didn't enjoy Spurs' Europa Conference League opener, saying, it's been terrible, I must be honest. <laughs> Let's not hide anything. After the Watford game, everything that has happened has not been very good for us. Refreshing honesty, mm. Jim. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Stephen Bergwijn and Lucas Moura went off injured. And Hyung Min Son could be fit. There's a little injury there. We'll have to wait and see, of course. So... Some 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 injuries that obviously no one wants injuries, but those players, you know, it's a shame that, that they're going to miss out. Um, Tangan Dombele made his first start in nearly five months uh, and provided a lovely little back heel in the lead up to the first goal. So um, good to see him back in the back in the Spurs shirt. Uh, yeah, definitely, he might end up being a player that they didn't think they'd have when the when the window slammed shut, mm-hmm. as it does, because you know he he made noises that he wanted to leave. Yeah. And, yeah, it'd be, I thought yesterday was quite good because he hadn't started in a while and he, you know, certainly what we, we've we known of him of his time in England and what Basel has told us about when he was in his first season with Leon, I think it was, that it takes him a while to get up to speed. He's not yeah. entirely driven when it comes to making sure he hits the ground running. He kind of takes a few games, but I thought he looked pretty sharp yesterday, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, both sides have had sort of fairly decent starts to the Premier League season, you would say, but Chelsea will be firm favourites, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As we've said a few times, they're still sort of playing their way into their best form. And obviously, this sort of test is one that forces you to get up to speed a bit quicker, isn't it? So it'd be interesting to see sort of where they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I can see this being quite stalemate Yeah, for periods. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Because, just, because both managers like that approach. Yeah, definitely. Just especially off the back of um, Chelsea's game against Zenit, where you know Zenit St. Peter's had basically yep. cluttered the middle, and like you know, uh, uh, obviously there are injuries that Spurs have to contend with, but I can see them doing uh, pretty much what they did against Man City the opening day of the season. Yeah. You know, with um, Skip and <clears throat> Hoiberg and Deli Ali in there, could be a big game Friday, couldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I always think about that Stanford Bridge game yeah. where he scores that goal when oh, that Kane. I think goal. it was Kane puts it over the top and he takes one touch and yeah. flicks it over the keeper. And he he was three seasons ago, that maybe even four <clears> seasons <throat> ago. These were his games. Yes, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see, um, you know, if he if he does start, what kind of system they go with? Because certainly he'll be, you know, what we know of Son is that I think what were we saying twenty five percent. I think we read somewhere before we went on air. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be Kane or Bus, really, to a point, uh-huh. um, especially with Bergwijn when he got. I've, I've enjoyed seeing Ali getting a bit more football. We know he's got quality, yeah. and, and it's been a, it's been a shame the last sort of two or however many seasons seeing him not play that much. Um, you know, but it's not surprising that uh, Jose Mourinho couldn't get the best out of him, though. Was no, couldn't be bothered to try. <laughs> let's be honest, it's happened before, hasn't it? But speaking of Jose Mourinho, and of course, Spurs versus Chelsea is a Jose Mourinho derby. Do you see his Roma side beat? Um, can we call them Alan Pardew, CSK Sofia? Yeah, I mean you've done it now. Yeah, okay, fine. In uh, the Europa Conference League, I think they were in. Uh, yes, yeah. The Ensley Europa League. <laughs> uh, the, no, the Europa Conference League is where the Anglo Europa <laughs> Conference League. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Data systems from below. <laughs> the Raymond Conference League. Uh, they they beat them five one. Uh, Mourinho said though that they didn't play very well. Of course he did. Yeah. Well, that'll be the one. That's it. That's it. it. Furious about them conceding the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, six wins from the first six games for just the third time in their in their history. Uh, if they're opening sort of six games. What a start! Could this finally be the club where he where he breaks that tradition of everything falling apart in three seasons? <laughs> that recent tradition. Yeah, yeah. Well, they are top of. The, he's up to something, isn't he? He's up to winning the league. Vish, is he? The thing is, the old though, dogs back after you know after 
you know, falling down the tree, what we know is that if Roma do win Serie A, that he will reflect on the last few years and realise that, you know, he he can win with good grace and humility. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely He's right. He's going to get it out, isn't he, and swing it and win Millet. Yes, that's the spirit. Right, gentlemen, let's move on to Betway's 4 to score. Entry to Betway's 4 to score is free each week. Pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further T's and C's apply. In the first match, I'm up, gentlemen, as I tend to be, and I don't like it because I sometimes mess it up for everybody. Uh, but I'm not going to this week because it's Aston Villa versus Everton, Saturday, 5.30pm kickoff, and I've picked Richarlison, and he's going to do the business for us. In game two, Brighton versus Leicester City, which is at 2pm uh, on Sunday. Jim, who have you picked? I've gone for James Madison because he's, his form has been questioned a lot. Not unreasonably, but he's a, he's a smart player and he works hard and I back him to sort of play his way back into form sooner rather than later. Excellent. Starting on Sunday. Lovely, lovely. Game three, West Ham United versus Manchester United, which is also at Sunday at 2pm. Pete Donaldson had this to say. Hmm. Yeah. It's definitely going to be Cristiano Ronaldo uh, to score first uh, against West Ham. Obviously, would have gone for Mikel Antonio because uh, he's been doing some great things in Europe, but they will be exhausted uh, and he can't play uh, fundamentally. So, yeah, Cristiano. There we are. Penaldo. He's got it right, hasn't he, Peter? <laughs> I thought he was going to say Julian Dix or something. <laughs> uh, OK, Pete's gone for Cristiano Ronaldo in that game. Game four, Spurs versus Chelsea, which is on, uh, which is on Sunday at 4.30pm. Vish, who have you picked? Uh, so, I to and froed with this. Um... But I've gone for Mason Mount. I'm actually covering this game as well, so I will be cheering him on. Well, if it is a bit stalematey, like we think, Mount is that type of player, isn't he? Mm. He is, yeah. A little yeah. whiff of a chance, get on the end of something. Yes, yeah. Excellent. They've got a few goal sniffers, though, haven't they? They so. do, they do. But, you know, but I'm putting my faith in Mount. But Lukaku will take the heat off him. Lukaku will take about three defenders away Misdirection. from him. Yes, exactly. So there we are. Aston Villa versus Everton. I've gone for Richarlison. Brighton versus Leicester. Jim's gone for James Madison. West Ham versus Manchester United. Pete has gone for Cristiano Ronaldo. Spurs versus Chelsea. Vish has picked Mason. Mount, make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Of course, you can play for free at betway.com forward slash four to score. Further T's and C's apply. You've got to be 18 plus and do gamble responsibly. For more information on that, head to bgamble.com where.org. All right, gentlemen, it's time for this. It's the algorithm. What do you want me to do? This is why I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's now time for Marcus's game. And you know what that means, Vish, don't you? Uh, what? Um, the person overseeing the game is a flagrant cheat. Uh, it's like Vince McMahon being a referee in the WWF it means we're doing managers baby oh why yeah fine fine whatever you, you're you gonna be on Jim's side anyway because you like to see me suffer and you're still annoyed that I beat you the other week did you yeah I, I'm, I'm intrigued as to why you slipped into the little Tim Westwood baby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one odd odd awful figure to bring in just to um, throw us both Jim I'm nervous Jim in the sort of the stare off there I'd say very much so that you won it <laughs> <laughs> are you going to cheat are you I, 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 I can't get out of Robbie Savage over there <laughs> uh, right gentlemen we're doing managers and um, the algorithm suggests 
that Vish, because he beat me recently, apparently is is the is the stronger competitor. Because to beat me, my goodness, you've got to have some some tools, gentlemen. I should say before we we, we carry on, remember this is slightly different to players with players you obviously don't name the the countries that they've played for because that would be silly. But of course, if managers have managed an international team, that counts. Okay, all right. And unlike players, where with players, if they haven't played a match for a side. We, th- that's not included, of course. Where there's managers, even if they've 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 been manager for ten minutes, they have managed a football club. Okay, you see what I mean. So so slightly different to players, just to make that absolutely clear. So Jim, you're up first. Yes. This man has managed four teams. Four teams. Just four teams. Just the four. He's Jurgen Klinsmann. Okay. Klinsey. What have you got, Jimbo? Oh, you both got pens and paper. So I don't like that. A bit more Jimmy White me. What did, what did he use? A Q. <laughs> did you ever see Jimmy White with a pen and paper? No. Well, the, we the didn't need one, did he? No. Well, what, what, you what, never what, saw what, Mike Tyson with a pen and paper. <laughs> but thanks to the time you're buying. Yeah, us, a good frankly. one, though. Get, get in um, there. You know. Never saw Fred West with a pen and oh, paper. Oh, that way. <laughs> I can do two for sure. Two. Is that yeah. your bid? Yeah. Going to go in low. Vichy baby? Where are you going? Um. Come on. You like to swing. You like to swing big in these games. I do. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go three. Gonna go three. Can I hear four from you, Jim? Nope. Okay. Right. I hope you mess it up, Bish. Name. <laughs> I think I will because I think I'm getting confused. The fact that he's an owner or he's like quite high up in the in the food chain of a club Jim, at the moment, or Jim, used to be. I think we're all hoping he's gonna mess it up. Sounds okay. like. <laughs> uh, so right, Germany. Right. Far away. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, One at a time, fine. please. Right. Germany. United States. Um, I'm, I'm Schalke. Yeah. Bayern Munich. You dumb shit. Yeah. See, I forgot Germany, Vish. And yet I get the point. <laughs> Bayern Munich. And Hertha Berlin. That was the one yeah. who played Blue. Hertha Berliner Sports Club. He's Jim Campbell gets Bayern the point. Munich. He's Hertha's there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you forgot Germany. No, Especially after is... Marcus was buying us more time. <laughs> oh dear. Right, uh, Vish, you're up first. What a shit start gone. <laughs> you're up first, Vishy baby. Come on. All right. Let me add a little bit of spice. You played that too early. He's <laughs> 1 0. I know. Especially when you find out it's uh, he's managed six clubs, still managing. It's David Moyes. <laughs> <laughs> the spiciest of all the managers. Right. I think you'll agree. Okay. Six teams this man has managed shouldn't say clubs I should say teams six uh, teams six teams that Davy Moyes has managed six football teams yeah professional ones professional football teams yes. I'm going to go with four four good bid I'm going to go with all six oh big time big time Jim Campbell yep <sighs> Vish is worried you see he went all conservative Jim I definitely can do six. Got he's he's, he's Gorigerum. All right, Jimmy. Everton. Vicious Man United. Sunderland. West Ham. Real Sociedad. And Preston North End. Fuck it. Very oh, yeah. good. Very good. It's 2 0. It's 2 0. Is he gonna... the, the pen? The pen's a good addition. Oh, it it's, helps having a pen. It's mightier than, pen. mightier than the mind. Uh, <laughs> could he be Celtic? Could he be West Ham? They held on to their lead. Anyway, right. Third manager. Jim, you're up first. 
He's managed seven Ugh. teams. Still managing. It's Claude Puel. Oh, it's not what you need, Vish, is it? When you Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have messed up Klinsman, should you? <laughs> it's a doozy. That's it's an absolute doozy. Still managing. Why have you not been keeping up with him? Is what I would shout at anybody who doesn't know where he currently is. Seven. Seven clubs, that is... Seven. If you can remember his I'm playing days... An, I'm forgetting an, an obvious one there, I think. If, you, if, you can, if, you, if you're aware of his playing days, that will help. A little clue to both of you and our listeners who are no doubt playing along at home. We always encourage that, everybody, or in your workplace, wherever you find yourself right now. Jim, we're going to have to push you for an answer. Yeah, I'm going to go with two. Two, okay. I'm going to go with three. Yeah, okay, three. Can I hear more than three, no. Jim? Okay. Vish, three, to stay in the match. Leicester City. Lyon. Monaco. Well played, sir. Nice. Well played. He, he, I think his whole playing career was at Monaco, and he, he won the league managing Monaco. Then went to Lille. Uh, was it Lyon? Nice. Southampton. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that. Leicester City and currently at Saint-Étienne. Oh, I forgot Southampton. Yeah, happens then. Well, it? like when when you does this have to go out? <laughs> you got the point. Yeah, it's true. You got the point. You're still in it. You are still in it. Right. Here we go. Here we go. We get. We're at the business end now. It's two one. It's nicely poised. I feel like there's so many more blind spots with managers. And Vish, yeah, Vish, you're up first. He's managed twelve teams. Oh, successive that. Still in the game. Marcelo Bielsa. Oh. Twelve of the buggers. I need a little bit of time here for old Bielsa. 12 teams, people, 12 teams. Who has he got? They are writing away right now, ladies and gentlemen. You should be as well, because you've, you've got answers. I know you do. You've got at least one, all of you listening on at home. Jim Campbell looks confused. Vish looks determinedly confused. <laughs> it's like trying to explain the Europa Conference League to a football fan who's still stuck in the 1990s. Um, okay, we're going to need an answer very soon, people. Very soon. 12 teams this man has managed. Vish, what have you got? I'm going to start. Yeah? You're going to start, which suggests that he may go higher, Jim. <laughs> what are you going to go for? Come on. Need an answer? <laughs> uh, I'm going to start. Yep. Five. 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 Not bad. Not bad. Jim, can you go higher than five? No, I don't think I can. <sighs> Not going to do it. That's, that's... Oh, is it a bluff? Is it a confident five? Could from... you have gone higher than four? No, he doesn't have to answer that. He did, no, he no, did. no, I won't. <laughs> a little bit of smugness there on the face of Jim Campbell. Right then, Vatouche, what have you got? Five teams that Marcelo, Marcello, depending on how you pronounce your C's, Bielsa has managed. Argentina. Marseille. I've got Brazil in my head now. Uh, it's all right. Take your moment. Athletic Bilbao, the club, the Spain. It's fine. You, you, don't worry. <laughs> I'm not going to... Leeds United. That's four. Chile. That's five. I was thinking between that and the one I might have got wrong. It's all square. Yeah. New, Newell's old boys. Nope. Yeah. Atlas. 
Club America in Mexico, Vélez Sarsfield, Espanol, Argentina, Chile, Athletic Bilbao, Marseille. Lazio would have counted. Yeah. Would have counted because, again, it's, as I said at the rule, li- literally put that rule in just so <laughs> when we got to Bielsa, nobody was confused. Lille and Leeds United. Yeah. I-, I had Leeds, Om, Chile, Bilbao and River Plate, which obviously would have been wrong. <sighs> would have been wrong. Would have been wrong, but you didn't get the point anyway, Jim. No. It's 2-2. Two, two. It is tense. We've gone down to the last frame <laughs> and the last black, ladies and gentlemen. Jimmy White's got his pen out. <laughs> he won't need it, though. Uh, right, the final manager. Eight teams currently on the market. Antonio Conte. Jim, you're up first. Antonio Conte. When Antonio Conte speaks, his words assault you, according to Andrea Pirlo. <laughs> What have we got? Eight teams, ladies and gentlemen. I know you know a few of them at least. But how many can you get? Jim Campbell, I'm going to need an opening I'm going to go with four. He's going to go for four. Could be the sweet spot, that Vish, unless you can pull something out the bag. Uh, I'll go with five. He's going to go with five. Jim, can you do six? No. Five teams that Antonio Conte has managed. Vitusha de Hantaraja. This is classic you. You've, is, you've yeah. gone, gone for big. it. He's gone yeah. big. Because I'm quite... I'm com- Well, I'm... I'm Enough chat about me or, or from me. Five teams, Antonio Conte. Do it, bruv. Juventus. Inter. Chelsea. Italy. Here we go. Here we go. It's the moment of truth. It, it, this is what it's all about on a Friday. It's gone down to the last answer. This is a Hail Mary. Um, Sampdoria? Who's going to win it? Who's going to win it? Jim Campbell! Oh, you've absolutely (laughs) sackered that, haven't you? (laughs) Oh, it's Jim Campbell's day. Yeah! (laughs) And what a battering it was as well. (laughs) Arezzo, uh, Bari, Atalanta, Siena, Juventus, Italy, Chelsea... And Inter. Okay, that's good. I was totally guessing that yeah. last yeah. time. If, if, you've, if, if well. you've got the opening bid and you go for four, it's, you know, yeah. unless you had some specialist knowledge, which clearly you didn't. I forgot Italy. But, you... I mean, I'm not a football journalist, am I? So, you know. <laughs> what a way to end the show. Uh, Jim I Campbell might not be when this goes out. <laughs> well, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. What a game to finish uh, this week on the Football Ramble. Thank you very much for listening to the previous show sponsored by Betway. It's been an absolute pleasure. We're back on Monday, of course, to pour over the glorious action that will no doubt happen on the weekend. Until then, thank you for Tushin and Raja. Thank you. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you, and good luck in your marriages. <laughs> thank you, ladies and gentlemen. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> the Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.